Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. In addition to that, please check out all the great articles and podcasts updated daily over at AmericaOutloud.com. And as I always tell you guys, please share on social media if possible, because we do appreciate that a great deal. It helps us out a great deal. America Out Loud faces the same censorship that so many of you face. So when you share that article or podcast on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and maybe someone else will see it and share it also, and then it just keeps going from there, it really does help us out a great deal, and we appreciate it. You know, Rob, we've had a busy week already this week. We've had on uh, Pastor Green. We had on the gentleman from California running for treasure last night. Uh, Two great guests. Really enjoyed the guests we've had on this week. And uh, we're going to kind of slow things down tonight and just talk about some of the news stories that are facing us at this current moment in time. And I want to start off talking about uh, this FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. Of course, it took place um, last month. And uh, it was highly controversial when it happened. Uh, We see President Trump's team reach out. They've actually won a court decision. And as soon as that happens, you see the WAPO come out or uh, the New York Times or some libtard publication like that come out with their own spin on the news. And to me, Rob, I think they're just making things up. They don't know what this raid was all about, but we've heard so much come out of it already. We've heard that President Trump was hoarding inside information on Macron from France. And now they're saying that President Trump had nuclear information from other countries. And it's just a load of hogwash is where I'm looking at it. These people will say or do anything to make this raid seem justifiable and to throw President Trump under the bus. This media does not care if it just makes up a blatant lie. And it just so happens this White House does not mind that either because they've been known to lie time and time again. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on this current situation uh, with President Trump and Mar-a-Lago? Andrew, I'm doing great. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Now, just to get directly to the topic, what you're talking about, about the media not caring, they're just making things up. I'm more concerned that the Biden administration, as as corrupt as it is, is not being held accountable. Everything that they accuse Trump of it's what they're doing, and then some. Should Republicans, when we win in November, there are so many things that need to be investigated. I, I don't know if there will be enough time. And I'm sure we will hear the same story coming from the left and possibly from the right, definitely from the media. Are Americans ready for this? They're tired. They want us to move on, yet we can't move forward. And I'm sure that people are tired, but it's rather interesting that they always become tired when we're getting ready to get to the bottom of things. 
when we start to take things seriously and really investigate to get to the genesis of all this corruption. Day after day, night after night, we keep hearing bits and pieces of stories that are extremely troubling. They should be troubling for all Americans. I don't care if you're on the left or the right, the middle, you should be concerned. You should be listening. Because what we're experiencing or witnessing is the downfall of our government. A government that other countries would love to have. But for some reason, it's under attack by its own citizens, the people that it's supposed to protect. If America falls, it will fall from within. And no, Donald Trump will have nothing to do with it. He's trying to expose it. But the very fact that we allowed an individual to get to the White House And he's going after fellow Americans because they don't agree with him, because they feel as if though he should not be in the White House. He has weaponized the Department of Justice and the person at the top of the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, has grievances with the past administration because they kept him from being on the Supreme Court. Now, if this man was truly supposed to be on the court, all Biden had to do was nominate him as opposed to Kachanji Brown Jackson, but he did it. He put her there and not him. He put him over the Department of Justice, and we now know that was a huge mistake. But so are so many other things with this administration, people who are in different positions. If you were to stop and just really look at the folks in position, at this White House, you would be shocked. I was shocked to learn that an individual who's over, he's a principal assistant attorney general over the criminal division. That's a big job. Nicholas McQuaid. Nicholas McQuaid, of course, is a Democrat. He used to work for the Democratic law firm, powerhouse law firm, Latham Watkins, which has offices just about all over the world, definitely in New York and in DC, also part of a lobbyist group. Well, Nicholas McCade worked with Hunter Biden's attorney, the person who's representing him now. Now, you would think that like, is this a coincidence? Oh, of course it is. Because Nicholas McQuaid and Chris Clark, they work together on different cases at Latham Watkins. And just as soon as Biden was nominated, well, not nominated, but sworn in in 2021, January, he immediately put Nicholas McQuaid in this position as a principal assistant attorney general of the criminal division. 
So in that position, he has access to all cases that are being tried for the most part. Now, we also know that Hunter Biden has been on an investigation by the FBI and the Department of Justice since, I think, 2018. Things started to heat up around the election of 2020. We also know that in October of 2020, Tony Bobolinsky, a partner of Hunter Biden, was questioned by the FBI by an agent with the last name of Thibodeau, Thibodeau. He went in and questioned Tony Bobolinsky. Sworn statement. Tony told Mr. Thibodeau, the FBI agent, that he had met with Joe Biden on several occasions and that they were doing business deals with China. He handed over to this FBI agent cell phone documents, his cell phones, information that would corroborate what was on Hunter Biden's laptop, the laptop from Hill, the laptop that the FBI told us was Russia disinformation. The same agent who interviewed Tony Bobolinsky, Mr. Tebow, was in charge of the laptop. He told everyone it was Russia disinformation. He even had agents to go to Facebook and tell Facebook, be careful because Russia disinformation is coming out. And uh, you probably want to uh, not give credence to that information. You might want to suppress it. Facebook claimed that they didn't, they let it go ahead, but only certain people could see it. But Twitter, on the other end, did suppress the information. They would not allow the story by Miranda Devine of the New York Post to even get on Twitter. When she posted it, they shut it down. Of course, they protested. Twitter said, we, we didn't do that. What happened? It was an accident. They said that it was an accident. They went back on, the story was there, but then they shut it down again. Oh, another accident. That accident took place right up through the election. No one in the media was curious enough to investigate the story. Now, the New York Post is owned by, or is a sister company of Fox News. You would think that Fox, the journalist on Fox, would have made up a big stink, would have constantly talked about the story, but they did it. They mentioned, mentioned it sparingly. Information was being suppressed from the American people, being censored. The same way information is censored in China, Russia, and in Korea. Just censored. No one thought anything about it. Just kept moving along. After the election, some of the information started to come out. We certainly found out that the whole Russia collusion was all made up. Thanks to Bill Barr, I guess he, that's one thing he did. And that was the only thing he was going to do before Trump left office. He wanted to join the Trump team. Someone said, hey, Bill wants to come on the team. And Bill did petition for the position because Bill felt that he had to save democracy. He saw that what was happening, he knew that it was wrong. Information was probably leaked to him by the Washington Post. 
Who looked it to him? Oh, well, the regular swamp people who live in Washington. As I said on one of our shows, our nation's capital, the seat of our government needs to be removed from Washington, D.C. because we have nothing but a bunch of partisan individuals there. I don't care if you do get a Republican Congress to a Republican administration, you still have liberals, woke liberals, who are a threat to the democracy working in D.C., working in a lot of these agencies, keeping the things going. But back to my story. So the information was suppressed. Bob Barr came in, Bill Barr rather, to help put to bed this whole Russia collusion. You know, in hindsight, I think he was more so trying to protect his dear friend, Bob Mueller, because Bob's wife and his wife, they often met up on Wednesdays for Bible class. And Bill recognized the fact that Bob was uh, cognitively challenged, probably early stages of dementia or Alzheimer's, who knows. So he wanted to help his old friend. No, he came in and he saw some of the other things that were going on that were taking place, and he was mad. He went on CNN and even talked about it. First of all, he said that Melon Bells was just a recipe for disaster. I mean, he really socked it to Wolf Blitzer. He also told some of the other journalists on some of the, the left-wing media outlets that Trump had every right to be mad considering what he was going through. As soon as he comes in, his administration is under attack with constant lies and that the media was perpetrating these lies. And so that Trump had every right to be mad. Wouldn't you be mad? Now, this was Bill Barr. Fast forward to today. Bill Barr is now attacking the ruling of Judge Aline Cannon. Aline Cannon was appointed by Trump. Of course, the media says she's dumb, she's stupid, she's crazy. But when Trump called out Obama judges, they attacked him and said, oh, how dare you talk about those judges? But it's okay for us to talk about your judges. The media doesn't say anything about it. Fox doesn't say anything about it. They just roll right over. And then, like I said, Fox brought on Bill Barr to talk about what Judge Eileen Cannon had ruled that the Department of Justice and Trump's legal team need to get together and sort out this entire matter because she felt that they should have an independent party going through the documents that the Department of Justice and FBI got from Trump's home, private home, when they raided it, got documents they should not have gotten. And what was the, uh, the reason for this raid? Well, they had documents that we needed. We need to get to those documents. So you had 18 months to get those documents, and only now you're talking about you need the documents. And little by little, information is being leaked to the media. Now, mind you, Merrick Garland told us all that he was not going to try this case. He was not going to respond to this case in the media. He was going to respond to it by filings. But yet and still, every day, the New York Times, Washington Post, come up with leaks with their, according to people familiar with the matter. And as you said, Andrew, they're now saying there were nuclear documents, according to people familiar with the matter, people who saw the information. Who are these people? Because Merrick Garland told us that he was not going to have this case in the media. But yet and still, there are people close to the matter that are secretly calling Washington Post and the New York Times to give them information. Who are these people? And then they come out on the news with these serious faces. This is it. According to people familiar, according to people that they saw, they saw the information. But I thought it was classified information. I thought you said that Trump had it and Trump was going to show it to people overseas. 
So how could it be classified for him, who happens to have been the president at one point, but not classified for the media? And who's leaking? How is it not classified to them? But the media isn't pointing that out to us. They're making you believe that, oh, the information that we're, we're being made aware of, that's serious. We have a right to know that. And that's the reason why the media have these anonymous sources. Okay, have your anonymous sources, but you're leaking classified information. Is, shouldn't that be a concern of Mary Garland? Christopher Ray? Why aren't they going out and looking at this? But no one is saying anything about it, Andrew. Now, we're up against a hard break. But I want to continue this discussion because... According to people familiar with the matter, we need to make certain that these documents that are classified are truly protected. Yeah, very well said. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulpidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20%. By using promo code OUTLOUD. So we're back. And I'm still talking about Bill Barr. Now, we spoke about him last week on one of our shows. And we were asking the question. Actually, it was Monday. We asked the question, who is Bill Barr? We're still trying to figure out who Bill Barr is. I think as a turncoat. I think he's a weakling, although his girth, as I said, has rather grown. 
But I find it interesting that now Bill Barr has decided to weigh in on matters that normally he wouldn't weigh in on. Before Trump resurrected his career and brought him back in to be to head the Department of Justice. And again, Bill petitioned for that position because he wanted to save his friend Bob Mueller's career, save face. All quiet, never came out, never gave interviews. And now all at once, he's out giving interviews. So the other day he gives an interview on Fox. He called him up and he was more than gracious to come into the station. He didn't want to do it by phone or by Skype or Zoom. He wanted to come into the station. So he's sitting there and he's attacking Judge Eileen Canning and saying, oh, my God, this makes no sense. Why is she saying that now they're going to have a special person to look over these records? Why now? It's too late. The horse is out the barn. And that whatever documents the Department of Justice guy and the FBI, they're entitled to the documents. Now, remember, Bill Barr is the same person who wrote the book, One Damn Thing After the Next, making reference to Trump's administration. Well, I'd say the same thing about Democrats. It's one damn thing after the next that they continue trying to get Trump. And that's what this is about. If Bill Barr was acting nonpartisanly, he would say, you know, what Merrick Garland did was wrong. What the FBI, what the FBI did was wrong also. This is, this is a former president. Have some respect. I mean, you didn't get the documents 18 months ago. Why now do you feel as if though the world is going to collapse if you don't get the documents? And then to display the documents in a, in a picture and then give it to the media, why would you give that to the media? Who gave the information to the media? We're yet to find out who leaked Justice Alito's memo. We haven't forgotten about it. But they're hoping you forgot about it. Who? They, the Democrats, the Republicans, the Department of Justice, the FBI, John Roberts, the Supreme Court Justice, the head. They're hoping that you guys have forgotten all about it. They're hoping that you've moved on because they have provided you with more scandals. If we were to go back and look at the documents that Barack Obama took from the White House and has yet to return to the White House, did not declassify, people would say, oh, well, you know, it's nothing. They're in a secure place. Well, Trump's documents were in a secure place at the request of the FBI, the request of the individuals that were looking for the documents, NAR, National Archives and Research. But they saw it fit. This was all by design. We're going to wait. Then we'll wait. And then we'll say, hey, we, don't, we haven't got the documents. We need, to, uh, we need to contact the FBI. Why not just do another subpoena? And it's interesting that Bill Barr has never addressed that. Bill, why not just do another subpoena? No, Bill's thing is, no, Trump, they should. Trump is in the wrong. They should just go after him. Because Bill Barr is afraid also that Trump could possibly run for the president and could possibly win. And if he wins, he will probably surround himself around with like-minded individuals, MAGA individuals that will go in and clean house. Because remember, when Trump was in office, Trump made it very easy for individuals to file civil servants, to fire silver servants. They didn't like that. Again, when you look at D.C., you look at the seat of our government, it is controlled by woke liberals. So no matter who enters the White House, you're still at the behest of those woke liberals 
that will slow walk everything, that will leak stuff. Who is leaking to the media? Now, some would say, well, you know, journalists, they have their sources. I'm sorry, I was a journalist. I went to journalism school. In hindsight, I look at it, it was a waste of time. It was a colossal waste of time. Because what the profession has turned to now, under the guise of the Democrats, of the liberals, it's embarrassing. It's like, what are they teaching these kids now? You can do anything, become political activist. It's disgraceful. Fear and accuracy, throw it out the window. It's not about fear and accuracy. It's about being an activist. It's about us wanting to change the agenda. It's about the suppression of information. Twitter and Facebook, if they're going to act like news mediums, then they should have to follow the same rules. Take away Section 230. Why haven't they done it? What are they waiting for? Republicans will take control in November and still won't do anything. But if Democrats take control, if they are able to keep control, you bet your bottom dollar they're going to steamroll their, their policies and their whatever they want through. And we won't be able to say a damn thing. Republicans will sit there and go, oh, give us money. No, don't give them one damn cent. Because they're not living up truth to their calling. They're telling us one thing and doing something completely different. We've got to get serious. They're showing you right now that they're not playing. I remember Trump, when he was running, he said that during one of the uh, debates, if he was elected, he was going to appoint a special counsel to look after Hillary Clinton's mess because there are some problems. He didn't do it. Why didn't he do it? He came on national TV and said, these are good people. I don't want to hurt them. They heard that and laughed at him because look at what they're doing now. Look at what they're doing to him. They're trying to stop him by any means necessary. And make no mistake that if any other Republican were to run, they'll do the same thing. The only difference is that they know that Trump won't be beholden to anyone because he has all the money. And I thought they said he was broke. You see, they've moved on from that because they knew that that would get to him. Those personal attacks saying he was broke, they knew that Trump couldn't handle that. So that's the reason why they would say it, to get under his skin. Back to the FBI. Back to Bill Barr coming out attacking this judge and saying that her ruling of saying, stop what you're doing. We need to appoint someone to go in and look at all this information because why in the heck would you guys have Trump's medical records? Why would you get Trump's passports? Why would you get Trump's tax returns? Some would say, oh, well, it was mixed in with the other stuff. No, it wasn't. And if it was, how do we know what you're saying is truthful? Look at your past records, which is what the judge referred to when she gave her ruling to say, stop everything. Let's get someone to look at this, an independent arbitrator, because you guys got information that you shouldn't have gotten. And why were they going through Baron Trump's, a 16-year-old's room? Were they looking for pornography? Well, all they have to do is just go to Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is of age. He's in his 50s. Why haven't they looked at his laptop? Why, why don't we hear leaks about the laptop? But they went into Hunter Biden's room. They went into Melania's room. 
And this was all by design because they want Melania to get all fed up and say, I can't go back there. I can't live there. I got to leave Trump. It was by design. So when I hear people say, oh, we need to respect the FBI because they were doing their jobs. No, I'm sorry. You know when something is wrong. And all you have to do is go to the media, go to the right media, go to Newsmax, come to me after dark with Robin Andrew and say, hey, this is what they're having us doing. And this is not right. It's not fair at all. But no one said anything because they wanted to be a part of it. And make no doubt, Andrew, I do believe that there is another mole at Mar-a-Lago, and Trump needs to be careful. He needs to clean house. There is a mole in the Secret Service that's supposed to be protecting Trump. And if there isn't a mole, then Mar, the group that packaged all the boxes together, how do you think those records got into the boxes? Trump didn't put them there. They put them there. They purposely put them there, and then once they put them there, they waited a while, and then they decided to contact Merrick Garland and say, hey, by the way, he took these documents. And how do you know what documents he took? Yeah, and we don't know what was placed there after the FBI already arrived. That's in play as well. They could have very well planted evidence after the fact. And we know that the FBI is prone for planting evidence. Look at the situation in Detroit and Michigan with the governor there. Governor Whitmer, the FBI, planted information, instigated the kidnapping of a governor. Look at Jan 6, Ray Epps. Where is Ray Epps working for the government? Folks, don't be deceived. Don't think that this, this is impossible because the government does go in and hire people. Look at what we learned about Julia Childs, that the CIA had hired her as a spy. I'm hearing now that Jeffrey Epstein, I wouldn't at all be surprised. Yes, we know that Jeffrey Epstein lived a very raunchy life, but that doesn't keep the FBI from hiring people when they're trying to get at information. We don't know what they were using him for, but we know that he was well-connected. And we may never know. You know why? Because the FBI is corrupt. And remember who was at the top of the helm when they investigated the murder of Jeffrey Epstein? Who was at the top? Bill Barr. Bill Barr went in. Mm, Looks suspicious, but I think everything is okay. Bill Barr cannot be trusted. I hate that I ever trusted him. He did one thing and one thing only. He put the kibosh on the the, uh, Russia collusion. And again, folks, remember, the memo that he used to put the kibosh on this was recently released. A federal judge said that it has to be released. But the media isn't talking about it. Now, before he put it under wraps, remember, they kept saying, we want to see it. We want to see it. It has to be out there. What about for your freedom of information? We want to see it. We want to see it. Now that they see it, they're not saying anything about it. Why is that? Why is that? So Bill Barr comes out the other day, Fox News, and he's attacking this judge's ruling. Why did she rule that way? This makes no sense. And some of you are probably looking at this and saying, well, you know, Bill got a point because Trump, Trump did hire him. and He's just being true. No, he isn't. He's playing politics. He's trying to protect an institution that has gone awry. He's trying to protect an institution that has damaged itself. He's trying to protect an institution so that you and I would not lose confidence in that institution, but we have already lost it. I have said before on other shows, 
the FBI needs to be disbanded. No, it has nothing to do with the police. Do not get it confused. This is a federal agency that has gone awry. No, some of you will say, yeah, but there are other men and women that are there. We don't want to attack them all. No, we don't want to attack them all. But unfortunately, if we have to clean house, then we have to clean house. If they want to keep their jobs and they need to start speaking up, they need to start becoming whistleblowers. Now, we know that Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson has, have identified whistleblowers within the FBI ranks. And the media, they love whistleblowers. Look at the whistleblowers when they impeached Trump. They loved them. They wanted to protect them. But they're not talking about these whistleblowers. The media isn't talking about it. Why? Why aren't they talking about those whistleblowers? Why haven't they asked Bill Barr? Bill, what do you think about the whistleblowers? What are your thoughts about the Hunter Biden laptop? Tony Bobulinski can, can validate all this information. Why do you think the FBI isn't looking at this? Why did Tim Tebow, not Tim Tebow, but Agent Tebow, not bring this up? Why was he involved not only with the laptop and was trying to suppress that information, but also went to the social media and tried to suppress it. Why do you think that is? Why won't they ask Bill Barr about that since he has an opinion now about all things Donald Trump? Why would they ask him about that? They can very easily pivot pivot and ask him, why won't they? What are they trying to protect or withhold? I got to tell you folks that if we're going to hold, truly hold these people accountable, if the Republicans are serious when they say that when we take back the House and the Senate, we'll be in control of all of the different chairs we're going to investigate. When you look at it, there is so much that needs to be investigated. And at the same time, if you get the right attorney general, all you have to do is just say the word, look at the information, then just say, go arrest. Nancy Pelosi. Merrick Garland, Adam Schiff, Christopher Wray, and so many others, they need to be arrested. I'm hearing right now that Nancy Pelosi is saying that, well, if I lose the speakership, I want to be the ambassador of Italy. Why? Why does she want to go to Italy? To further enrich herself? These are the things that people really have to think about. Because, see, the media is not sharing this with you. Look at how I've connected all these dots with all these different players. And it all goes back to our country's government. The seat of our country's government has to be removed from D.C. It has to be. I'm sorry. I know, Andrew, you wanted to stay there because of the history. We can keep the history. We can keep all the monuments. But... It has to get out of D.C. because it has become, D.C. has become a very polarizing area, polarizing atmosphere. The people that have the jobs have been there, their families and their friends, and it's just not good. There is no yeah. reason why we cannot have a trial there. Like I said, Michael Sussman. Had Michael Sussman been tried anywhere else, he would have been found guilty. But the judge over that trial who happens to be in the swamp, happened to be a friend of Michael Sussman, and no one is calling it out but us. Bill Barr won't mention anything about it. And Bill Barr, he was the one who said John Durham is going to do a good job. Why won't Bill Barr come out and speak out against it? 
because Bill is trying to protect an institution, Andrew, plain and simple. Yeah, what we often find in these liberal cities is that uh, the more Democrat they are, the more of a dump the city is. And I've never been to Washington, D.C., but um, being such staunch Democrat leadership, I'm sure it has a lot of the same issues that we see a lot of these other cities have with the high crime, the homelessness, and all the other problems that go along with uh, Washington, D.C. being so liberal. So I do believe that is a big problem. That's not what you want representing America is a city like that. But uh, that's the position we're in right now. And I kind of do think it would be interesting to maybe make a second capital. Like I said in the past, I'm not for um, just canceling out D.C., but uh, something needs to be done and it does need to be addressed because that is such a partisan area. I believe over 93% of there's something like that of the residents vote Democrat, just completely out of hand. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did, and we we're so happy we tried Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and Stay younger, longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com, check out all the great products, and save 20% off with the code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Amy. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep can be infuriating. Your mind races. You toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's digital age makes it even harder. You're not alone with this struggle. Poor sleep affects over 70% of Americans. Even the Centers for Disease Control label insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. To take back your sleep, Healthy Cell has created REM Sleep, the only sleep supplement made to support all four stages of human sleep with calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support delivered in a patent-pending, pill-free, ultra-absorption microgel formula that tastes great. Fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cell's REM sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. So I was just having a conversation uh, with Andrew about D.C. I've been to D.C. And D.C. is a beautiful place where the Capitol is, where the monuments is, the Lincoln Memorial, Jefferson's Memorial, all that. It's the, on the Potomac. It's breathtakingly beautiful. The Washington Mall. Uh, it's beautiful. But on the other side of it is the ghetto. On the other side of it is criminal activities. And it's, I mean, it sits between, it's between two different states. Like I said, it's on the banks of the Potomac. And outside of that are the suburbs. 
very nice, ritzy uh, areas. But DC itself, believe it or not, is predominantly black and it's poor. And you would think it would not be that way. The government, the not the governor, but the mayor of DC is a black woman, an incompetent black woman at that. And speaking of incompetent women, Keisha Bottoms, Lance Bottoms, who was the governor, the former mayor of Atlanta, is now working in the Biden administration. Go figure. She failed as a governor of Atlanta with crime, babies being killed and shot. She stepped down. They had another election. And now Biden has moved to the White House. Why is that, I wonder? Oh, well, we know why it is. I mean, these people is just a pool of corruption. Now, just imagine had Trump operated that way. They would have gone berserker. But no one is calling this administration out. We're pretending as if though it's okay. Fox won't call it out. I mean, I, I, I keep using Fox because Fox is supposed to be the premier conservative outlet. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. You got CNN, you got MSNBC, they're liberal. So why can't Fox, you know, cater to conservatives? There's nothing wrong with it. They act as if, they're, oh, that's a nasty word. But why can't you? Now, I'm not saying not to be fair and accurate. You can be fair and accurate and still have your conservative values. I mean, it's these people behave as if, though, being a conservative, there's something wrong with it. And that we have to placate to the left. They don't placate to us. And the ones that they have there, they're not conservatives. I was looking the other day at this woman, Alyssa Farah. She was the White House communications director at one point under Trump, and she's now on The View. And I don't know if you saw what her statement, Andrew, but she said that she wants to be the representative for conservatives. She wants to speak for conservative, definitely conservative women. I'm like, what about you as conservative? You, you did what you needed to do in Trump White House because you had your eyes on something else, either The View or some other liberal outlet as a talk show host, making money, claiming to be a conservative, just like Nicole Wallace on, on uh, MSNBC, who was, I think, Mitt Romney's press secretary at one point. Now she's on MSNBC. I mean, and my God, she's horrible at her job. Everything is on Trump, this, Trump, 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 Trump. These people have Trump derangement syndrome. And that is the reason why, Andrew, I want him to run again and win. Now, we've talked about him being bombastic, and sometimes I think he steps over his own message. But the fact that these people lied and cheated, and if we say anything about that, They'll want to shut us down, whereas you have Biden, the White House press secretary, KGP, Corrine Jean-Pierre, who nonstop during 2016 said that Trump was elected, he was an illegitimate president, and that he cheated. If she said it nonstop. Yeah, she did say that, and so did a lot of others. Hillary Clinton still hasn't conceded that she fairly lost the 2016 election. Uh, president Trump... Um, if he gets back into the White House in 2024, I think you can accurately say no one has ever deserved it more than he does. I mean, what this man has been through these past um, six years from the mainstream media and the liberal Democrats, it's 
beyond uh, the pale what they've put this man through. And I would have loved nothing more than to see him uh, regain presidency of the United States of America. And just look at our country. We badly need it. I mean, uh, Joe Biden has been a disaster from every metric that you take. A complete disaster. And not only that he does he deserve it, but the fact that he was cheated and he's work, exactly. he was working for America and he's still working for America by trying to call out the wrongs. And when he comes out and when he says, now, are you guys going to redo the election and install the right person? Oh, the media, they go crazy. Oh, man, what is he talking about? But yep. when Democrats say the same thing, they really look at it. Well, maybe they should. I mean, it's like they start trying to figure out, well, this is how we can do it. And this is how it should happen. Remember when Trump was there and they kept saying the first year, they were saying, oh, well, he should step down. And I remember this one uh, writer, Howard Feynman, I think, he came, went on CNN and he said, well, this is what's going to happen. And this is when they were throwing about Russia collusion, which was a complete lie, a complete hoax created by Hillary Clinton, Michael Sussman, and the media. He said, what's going to happen is that Trump is going to step down. And then he's going to turn the presidency over to either Barack Obama or George Bush. The, the guy literally said this. And he wrote a column about it, that Trump is going to step down because he's not going to want his sons to go to jail. And he's going to turn the presidency over. And no one said anything about it. They thought that it was OK to entertain the idea. But when Trump comes out and when Trump says, are they going to redo the election? Oh, my God, this is treasonous. What is he talking about? And people will, short-term memory, will go ahead and say, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. He, that is treasonous. He shouldn't be talking like that. But it's like, but he didn't start the fire. You guys did by questioning yeah. every election that conservatives have won since George W. Bush. Yeah. How long did they shove Russia collusion down our throat? And yeah. let's be honest, Russia collusion was a made-up false narrative that the Democrats used um, the only difference between that and them accusing uh, President Trump of not uh, going along with the election is there actually was fraud in President Trump's case. Uh, but the Democrats just went with this Russia collusion narrative for years, and it was completely hogwash. It was completely false. Completely false. And no one wants to call it out. And the Democrats are yet to admit it. No one is to come, has, has yet come out to say this was false, and this is what happened, and this is how it happened. And you know why they haven't? Because John Durham lost his case yeah, in the federal say. court with Michael Sussman. And let me just add this. John Durham lost, and Bob Bill Barr is yet to come out and address the charges. He's like, oh, well, you know, he's got some more things he's going to look at. No, as I said once before, John Durham should just pack it up and go home. Don't waste your time because Bill Barr should come out. And clearly tell the American people, this is what happened and it was wrong. This is what they did. Who was they? The Democrats did it. The media did it. Hillary Clinton did it. And some on the right did it. They perpetrated a lie and they lied to you and they continued to and they fed you this, this diet of lies having you to think that this man did something that he shouldn't have done. So when I wrote the book, One Damn Thing After, after Another, I should have also included the Democrats. Because he was only reacting to what had happened to him. And I myself said that he had every right to act that way. But Billy Barr, who's part of the swamp, who's showing himself as opposed to doing it, he's waiting and he's hoping too 
that they indict Trump. A lot of these folks want Trump indicted because they're thinking if Definitely. he's indicted, people will not want to touch him and that the Republicans, the MAGA folks will say, oh, we can't touch him because we might leave, we might lose the election and we'll go somewhere else. That's what they're hoping because they know that even if he's indicted, he can still run. But they're hoping that with that on his name, that he will, they will say, people will turn against him and say, we're not going to vote for him. But to me, all the more reason that people should vote for him because they have got to expose the lies within our government. Our government is corrupt. The institution of the Department of Justice and the FBI is corrupt and our nation's capital needs to be removed from D.C. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, very well said. Bill Barr was just an absolute disgrace as attorney general and him, along with so many others in Washington, D.C., are just so desperate to get rid of President Trump because he's that outsider coming into their swamp that they've had for so long. And they're so concerned that uh, he's going to shake the foundation in Washington, D.C. And he did that in 2016 when he won the election and people took notice. And you look at all these uh, lifelong swampers that have been getting voted out lately uh, because of people like President Trump uh, going up against them. They just had this uh, boys club or whatever you want to call it in Washington, D.C., where the Democrats and Republicans at the end of the day all played on the same team and took the handouts from the Ukraine and all these other uh, corrupt countries. And it was all well and good until President Trump came along and shook up this system. And that's what they're desperate to stop. They want to go back to the days of uh, where you could just take handouts from whoever and no one's going to. Uh, bring it up. President Trump actually brought it up. He's an outsider coming from out of Washington, D.C., and all these politicians just cannot stand him because of it. They can't stand him. And Andrew, as you were talking, I was looking over my notes. And you know, I was right. I said Tim Tebow, and his name is Timothy Tebow, but he's not the football player, Tim Tebow. And the last <laughs> name is spelled differently. So I'm just like, wow, I, I had it right. But what you said is so true. They can't accept the fact that the swamp is alive and well. Joe Biden has done absolutely nothing for this country. Joe Biden is part of the swamp. Joe Biden should be arrested. So when I was saying that people needed to be arrested as soon as Republicans take over, his name should have been at the top of the list. And I don't want to hear, and I'm sick and tired of hearing this. And I said this during the first block of the show. I am tired of hearing that the American people, they don't have the stomach. They don't want to hear anymore. I'm sorry, we've got, we've got to clean house. We have to clean house. It is time. This country, we have been building up to this point for the longest. We have institutions that are out there with no credibility. We see right now, there is no one to hold any of these individuals accountable. Merrick Garland isn't going to hold himself accountable. But you know what's interesting? When Trump was in office, you always had people working within those divisions who were working against him. Look at all the people that came out during the impeachment, people that worked within the, his administration, people that worked in the uh, Department of Justice. Oh, yeah, I had reservations. And I think that this and I think I'm thinking, what? And you mean to tell me that no one working within the administration now, they're willing to come out and say there's something wrong with Biden? No one. This is impossible. It's 
impossible because we see it, as Kamala would say, with their own two eyes, their very own eyes. We see the incompetence. We see the challenges. We know that this administration is flawed. We know it. Pete Buttigieg, he doesn't know what he's doing. He got the position because of identity politics. Transportation secretary, are you serious? This guy is probably still ready to march in some gay day parade, and that's okay. But he knows nothing about transportation. He's telling us, oh, if energy is too high, if the gas is too high, buy an electric car. We can't afford it, you numbskull. Jennifer Granholm, she's talking about the same thing. Meanwhile, she's cashing in stock on solar panels. Guys, this administration is completely flawed. Everyone in the administration, they're crooked. But the American people, they don't see it because the media is having you to believe that they're not, that they're okay. But they're not okay. This is disgraceful. Everyone in this White House needs to be kicked out. And then something else happened. I just, I'm looking at my notes with the judge, Judge Cannon, in her ruling. She made a statement. She said that another reason why this information needs to be uh, arbitrated between an independent person. She, again, because she said information that was taken out should have been taken out. And then she alluded to the fact that this administration, Joe Biden, was made aware of everything that was happening, including the attorney, uh, the Department of Justice, uh, Merrick Garland. Now, Merrick, Merrick Garland claimed, oh, I knew nothing about this. Yes, you, oh my gosh, it's like you're lying. And the media is helping you lie. I cannot believe that we don't have a media organization that just won't say it's next to impossible that Joe wouldn't have known about this. Look at how many times he held Trump accountable. Oh, Trump had to have known about it. And if he didn't know about it, he should have known about it. He wasn't paying attention. If Joe did not know about this, it's be- it wasn't because they didn't tell him. It's because he forgot. And now he's on the road attacking every conservative. And no one sees anything wrong with this. He's making threats. He's turning up the temperature. People are getting mad. But, Andrew, no one cares about it. It's like, it's okay, because the Democrats are doing it. And I'm not saying that Republicans do it because of reciprocity, but even if they do do it because of that, what's the problem? But I think that if we, when we take control, if we continue getting mega people elected, they're going to look at this in a judicious way. They're going to look at this in a lawful way and say, no, these people have to be held accountable. Christopher Ray needs to be taken out and he should have, he should leave office in disgrace and he should not get his pension. Neither should Merrick Garland and neither should Joe Biden. All this stuff should be taken from them. And that's another reason why, Andrew, they want to uh, file charges against uh, Donald Trump, because they're looking at, well, he's a billionaire and he shouldn't be getting a pension off the government. Never mind the fact that he's probably donating that money to charity. They don't want him to get anything. So this is how hateful these people are. This is, and, and again, if we had an honest media, they would call them out. But they won't because they're not honest. They're corrupt because they're helping to perpetrate this lie. They're helping to hide uh, uh, Tony Bobulinski. They're helping to hide and not question and hold people like Merrick Garland, Bill Barr, and Christopher Ray accountable. 
or Andy McCabe or John Brennan or John Clapper. It's really sad, Andrew. This is where we are. It's really sad. Yeah, it is really sad. And uh, I was just reading earlier about Nancy Pelosi. Apparently, she's feeling uh, that the Republicans are going to take back the House this year because um, she's talking about drifting away and becoming an ambassador, taking her out of her uh, decades-long role in the House. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens when we take back uh, the House and hopefully the Senate in November, see people like uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, who's now got her sights on being an ambassador. So that should be interesting to see uh, where that goes. She'll probably be just as bad at that job as she was her other job, but uh, it would be kind of nice to see her go uh, from the House of Representatives and uh, hopefully uh, re-elect Republicans in 2024, and she would be in the past. So that would be nice for a second well, President Trump well, run is well, if I Nancy hope- Pelosi was out of the picture. Well, in the out of the picture and in jail in an orange jumpsuit. That's the only place I want to see her. <laughs> yeah, very well said. That's where she belongs. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. We're out of time. The show flew right back, uh, flew by tonight. Thank you for joining us on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or go to americaoutloud.com where you can click that Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>